What's up? <laughs> you know, we probably should have called this podcast the Cheeseheads or something. Right? That's where it's at. But we didn't. It's called Tea and Tarot, and you're listening to it right now. I'm Kate the Brave. And I'm Jordan. <laughs> and we're psychic mediums, but mostly we are um, people, and we're learning life, and we're growing, and we're opening up a space for you to do so too. And um, if you want to join us, pull up a chair. I'm going to get the tea brewing and let's get started. And we're back. And just like in true Mercury retrograde fashion, we had technical difficulties. <laughs> the most difficulties we've had yet. Yeah. And we were so prepared this time we recorded a day early it was the best episode ever and then it didn't save the recording it's so that's literally never happened before it's so crazy the craziest part is i just freed up so much space on this laptop before we recorded like just a few days ago so there can't even be an excuse that there's no storage because there's plenty of storage right now. It's so crazy because like even yesterday when we were recording, you had like paused and started recording several times. So there's no way that it was like just not recording. Yes. So if you don't know about Mercury retrograde, it can cause chaos. I like to say instead of issues because... Um, as Jordan is going to say later too, <laughs> issues, it's like such a negative um, connotation, but really it's just like more, what, stress? <laughs> like yeah, I just think like you still get your stuff done, like your world isn't falling apart, but it takes so much extra steps to like get your stuff done. So it's frustrating. Yeah. So just be ready for that. This is fine. We're going to be fine. <laughs> oh, happy Mother's Day. Oh, my gosh. Happy Mother's Day to you. Thank um, you. I'm so fortunate to, like, be surrounded by amazing moms. I grew up with an incredible mom and amazing aunts and grandmothers who took care of me and then now I'm a grown-up watching some of my closest friends like just kill it as moms and like you especially like it's so inspiring to watch you be a mom so I'm so happy that I get to do it and I'm so proud of you and I hope that you get to celebrate today God, thank you we love our moms so to each mom listening today no matter what kind of mom you are we hope you're celebrated we're proud of you you're doing the best that you can and you deserve to be celebrated so happy mother's it day to not you an easy job so mothers deserve it all <gasps> bitch do you want to see something that i have of course i do <laughs> check it out it is a sb7 spirit box that is like so much smaller and like more sleek than i expected those to look yeah well so far i haven't gotten anything but i also have these handy dandy headphones hold on let me open them oh god i hope this isn't ruiner recording i'm gonna pop Okay, check it out. Headphones! Wow. Those are like the perfect noise-canceling headphones. I really hope so, because I put them on earlier, and they were definitely not... <laughs> oh, no. Maybe, like, when you actually have the sound going. Maybe. I'm going to turn it on right now, and... Oh, no! Where are the cords for this? Okay, well, I'll just turn on the spirit box so you can hear what it sounds like. So, let's see. I don't know if y'all can hear this. Okay, and then you can change how it sweeps, the sweep rate. 
this is faster. And then you can change it to AM instead of FM. But I don't know how. Oh, there we go. And then you can turn it up and down. Hello. It's quiet. Anyways, that's a spirit box. That's the coolest. I feel like you haven't picked up anything inside your house just because you have such like good protection and boundaries that it's just like they know it's not cool. Yeah, I agree. And honestly, when I first ordered it, I told my husband, I was like, I don't want to use this inside of the house because I still am like, here's the thing. When you're using tools such as spirit boxes or Ouija boards or pendulums or tarot or like literally anything that helps to build that bridge and connect you to spirit you are taking a risk for other things to come in I mean it's just it's just the way it is you know it's like when you invite somebody into your home you take a risk for who it is or what they're there for so that's why it's important to set really strong sturdy boundaries and that's why I'm still weary about using it sometimes yeah and I feel like stuff like that gets a bad rap for that very reason like Ouija boards and um spirit boxes in particular but yeah if you're just careful about making sure that you set your intention of protection and when you're all done like you say okay we're done here like close it down then you're most likely going to be in a safe situation because you're prepared. Yeah, and I feel as though if you are working with positive intentions, then you tend to attract what you put in that, you know? So if you work with positivity, then most likely that's what you'll be attracting back. But if you're deciding to work with negativity, you're really setting yourself um, up to let those things come in too, so choose wisely mm-hmm. hmm. oh I was gonna tell you have you heard of this show called it feels evil no okay it's on true network it might be travel network but I'm pretty sure it's true t-r-u but it's also on discovery plus and basically this guy goes to different buildings he went to victoria black swan inn which we've talked about um on this podcast before we haven't talked about the story of it though right i don't think so okay so he goes to victoria black swan inn it's a creepy ass house mansion um i did a paranormal fest there and i didn't go inside but there was definitely a lot of running around on the lawn and that was, if you remember, the area where that, like, lady followed me home, that oh, out-of-her-mind yeah. lady. Remember how she, like, ran through the house? Yeah, that was horrible. And then I had to salt the front door. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. Anywho, he goes there, and then he investigates the demon or whatever, does whatever he needs to do. Typical ghost hunter show. But the reason I bring it up is because I watched an episode last night, and he taped his eye like taped headphones on his ears stuff around his eyes so he couldn't see um it it looked crazy and then he invited the entity which they suspected was a demon so he uh, invited a demon inside of him to guide his hands on the Ouija board in front of him and speak through him isn't that insane that's that's gonna be a hard no for me yes and I totally understand like wanting to push boundaries and like stepping into your power and understanding this or like finding answers for your client this microphone that I've been holding in my hand this whole time has not even been plugged in I hope that audio is great. Let me fix it just a second. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Hopefully my audio is better. Um, In case you didn't hear me, there's a show called It Feels Evil. This guy 
taped headphones on his ears, his eyes shut, and then he allowed a demon to possess him to move his hands and answer their questions on the Ouija board and literally speak through him. Yeah, that's a that's gonna be a no. Like there's just no way I would be comfortable allowing my guard to be down like that because you just don't even know what you're getting yourself into. You have no idea what could even happen. And yes, we are smart humans, but we do not know everything. We especially do not know everything when it comes to creative thinking. And that's like super out of the box. So yeah, there's so much like just scratching the surface on like spirituality itself, no matter what route you choose to use for research, like it's an infinite like wealth of knowledge so uh -uh. you just don't know there's too many possible outcomes and in that scenario too many of them are bad I was just watching in horror and it was at one point he like mumbled and they played it backwards and then it said stop stop no backwards but it sounded like forwards I don't like that at all I don't either and then he was like in the trance and he was all get it out of me get it out of me he kept saying that so they pulled him out of the trance and then they like were trying to to tap him out and they couldn't get him out so they were like praying over him they were like you must leave him etc and then the whole time they were doing this I wish I could remember what building they were at the whole time they were doing this their whole theory which I do think is true you know like I try to kind of tap into those shows when I'm watching them so they think because there was such a demon there that it started going through the drains and like spreading through the town because the town was getting like more and more people were reporting activity that's crazy yes so what they did was they took a bowl of holy water and then some sort of anointing oil inside of it and they basically were like i dare you to come show me your face or whatever to like get it to come into the water and then he had his finger in the water and he stirred it around and he and then he was like i don't know just like not really taunting it but kind of to get it to show its face and then he pulled his finger out and they took a picture of what it looked like and then they showed the picture and they came to the conclusion that it was a two-faced demon oh what did you think i could not see anything other than just splashy water so i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i really don't know but then they like poured the what did they do Mm, I don't remember the the order that they did it but basically there's one girl who was on the team that's like us and so she was like salting the property and then praying to the gods and the goddesses to like bind that there and then he poured that holy water slash anointing oil down the drains to like spread into the sewer system oh that's smart super smart so then they bound it and so while he was doing that Ouija board experience she was outside binding the property and then as soon as she finished binding it she like ran inside to help get that thing out and so they were walking him outside of where they were it's episode one in this series if you want to know they were walking him outside and they walk him over salt and he doesn't want to walk over the salt because he's still possessed or he still has an attachment. That's crazy. Mm-mm, see, and that's why I could never do that. Yes. He was like, I don't really want to walk over it. And then that girl, ooh, if you want to see somebody like set boundaries, watch her because she's like, no, you're walking over this salt. You know, you need to walk over this salt nobody can help you walk over this salt but you gotta do it you gotta do it your own self like come on let's go and then she really pushed him to to walk over it so 
And who knows if any of that was even true because it's a TV show, but it was interesting to me and it felt like very valid in life. Well, and frankly, even if that particular experience, (laughs) that particular experience wasn't genuine, the fact is that that experience is genuine for other people. Yeah, exactly. And if you, as a psychic medium, I feel like it's my duty to tell you to please do not conduct those experiments if you were coming from a perspective of like, hee hee ho ho, this is going to be the best, this is so funny, like it's so rude, it's disrespectful, you don't know what you have coming in, and because you're coming at a, from a place that's like really rude, it's not going to be good 99% of the time. It's not going to be great for you. No, I agree. Intention is everything. And if you're not being respectful, like you just can't expect good things to come from it. Just like literally any interaction with a human being. If you walk into a coffee shop and your barista says, good morning, how are you? And you're like, black coffee. Well, obviously you said this bad intention for the whole interaction. And now your barista, who maybe would have given you a discount or said, hey, you know what? It's on the house today. Now they're like, uh, get the fuck out. Yeah. And that really brings me to, so, so I've been getting pings or downloads lately from my guides as to like collective messages for you all. And it's funny that you bring that up because one of them is this is a time to like really release those negative self-talks or those negative behaviors because like you just said when you are passing up the opportunity to receive a discount or or you know what the best cup of coffee that you can have because they're going to be in a good mood when they make it it's going to taste better they're not going to let the shots sit they're not going to decaf you without you knowing and you're totally passing that up just because you have a shitty attitude. <laughs> yeah, it's so major to be kind and put that kind of intention. And you'd be amazed just at like how much better things feel and how your interactions change and just how your day-to-day feels. Like one of my favorite things to do is like when I'm at the store or whatever and I'm checking out, I try to find something that like, it's nice that I can say to the cashier because it's just like, you know, they've had to put up with all sorts of bad vibes and all sorts of different people. So I'm always like, oh, I love your nail polish or, oh, that's a really cool necklace. Like just a little something so they can be like, oh, thank you. Yes. One of my favorite things to do is use my gifts to like notice when people need those pick-me-ups and then deliver them because it's like, cheating you know what I mean like oh (laughs) you're really gonna like this (laughs) it's cool to be able to bring that like good feeling yes like this lady oh it's so funny too we were at HEB recently and I saw this woman and she looked very similar to somebody that I've seen in my dreams before she had these like really clear pretty blue eyes and like this like ashy blonde colored hair anyways I like tapped her shoulder and I was like you just look so beautiful your shirt is so flattering and she was wearing a floral shirt it was like the cutest shirt ever and I remember telling her and like just like really making eye contact it made her whole day and it made my whole day like be kind please yeah it's so nice there's literally a tiktok account where they do this thing where they do like drive by kindness so like this girl's just driving down the street and she just will shout out to someone like oh my gosh that jacket looks amazing on you and it's so fun to watch people like just light up and be like thank you so much like a little bit of kindness goes a long way and it makes you feel so good to see somebody have that reaction especially when we as humans spend so much time being so mean to ourselves when people are finally finally nice it's just like like it's just like like I was saying you're going from a negative into a super positive so it's like 
a huge adrenaline boost. <laughs> yeah, and it's amazing. It's yeah. definitely something I try to do when I'm feeling like really grumpy. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I just need to like say something or do something nice for somebody. And then their reaction always makes me feel better. I love that. When I feel grumpy, which just happened last night, I have been working really hard <laughs> on not taking it out on other people. And for me, that means like going outside and just like resetting. And last night I had a moment where I was like, I'm feeling really irritated by everybody in existence right now. I need some space. Allow that for me, good sir. Yes, give yourself <laughs> a time out. Like, it's the same thing you would do for a kid who's having a meltdown. Like, a lot of times when a child is acting out, it's because they're, like, overstimulated and they've reached the point of no return. And then they have a full-on tantrum, right? I also find myself doing that as a teacher like sometimes they just say Miss Fraser too many times and I'm like, Wah! and I'm like, okay, everyone, I'm sorry. That wasn't cool. I was overstimulated. <laughs> I apologize. I just needed a second to like take a deep breath. Let's, yes. let's go ahead and not do that again. So it's totally normal and we should normalize like needing to give yourself a timeout because we're human beings, no matter if you're 12 to 42, like you're going to have those moments where your emotions overcome you. It's okay to put yourself in timeout. Yes. And if you have somebody in your life that is asking you for a timeout, it's not a personal attack. It's like literally, honestly, it's a compliment because they're trying to get it in check before it affects you. So please just allow that to happen. Yes. Yeah. That's really important. It's not you that's causing them irritation. Like it's never my kids at school who are on my nerves. Yes. It's the sheer volume of things happening at once that you're just like, oh my God, I can't. <sighs> yes, my leg is cramping. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I hate that so much. I get the worst Charlie horses like in my calf. And then sometimes Ooh. I get them in the front of my leg. And it's really horrible. You get them in the front of your leg? Yeah, like right where my foot meets like my shin. Oh my God, that sounds terrible. One time I had a Charlie horse in my calf and so I was like flexing to get it out and then I got a cramp right there in the front oh. and every time I'd point to get out the one in the front, my calf would cramp and every time I'd flex to get that <laughs> one, my front would cramp. So I just laid on my bed holding my leg and crying. <laughs> I was like, did you, I would have cried so hard. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to do. Oh my god. And that was the moment that the universe was like, it's okay to cry. <laughs> Let it out. I was like, I know I'm an adult and I like shouldn't be crying over pain, but this hurts so bad. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I just the idea of how bad that must have felt. I hate that for you. Yeah, it's when I was taking, I don't I was sick for something and they gave me, I think I had bronchitis and they gave me steroids for it. And like those gave me such bad leg cramps. Uh, that's when I really started doing research on uh, prescription med medicine when it was prescribed to me because I could not figure out, I would lay down at night and my legs would just be twitching. I could feel my muscles rippling underneath my skin. And then within like 10 minutes of laying down, my legs would start to cramp up. And I was like, Whoa. what is going on? Yeah. Started looking it up and it turns out it was a side effect of one of the medicines they had given me. What the fuck? That's in That's a lot. Yeah, it was terrible. So I always try really hard to research any kind of prescription medicine that's given to me. So at the very least, I can be prepared for whatever side effects might be coming. What have you found? What have you found that has been the most shocking within your research so far? I think the worst part is like sometimes, like I'm not trying to say not to take medicine because sometimes like that is the best option for you. And sometimes you really don't have a choice, but it is disheartening to me to see the very long list of uh side effects that come with basically any prescription medication so you're kind of like 
doing a trade-off in some cases like yes this is going to help with this but now I'm going to have to deal with this so what I have found in my research is I also like to see what kind of like natural remedies I could use that might help and maybe like a or you know maybe I'm taking something that causes leg cramps well what's a natural remedy I can do that will help ease those leg cramps so just trying to give myself a wealth of options because truthfully like sometimes prescription medicine is just what you need to do and there's no shame in that and there's sometimes you have to accept the fact that there's going to you're going to have to take the lesser of two evils so it's important to try and find a way to make it the most manageable for you what are some natural leg cramp remedies that you found uh so potassium and sodium are really big for leg cramps and then um, hydration of course so uh, drinking a ton of water, things like Gatorade and pickle juice are good to replenish the potassium and the um, sodium in your body. It's like, that's why like athletes will sometimes get really bad Charlie horses because they're really dehydrated and it's because they've sweated out all of that potassium. Yeah. So like Gatorade is super good for you, like straight up pickle juice. I'll drink like just like a chug from the pickle jar if I'm having like leg cramps. And uh, banana is also super high in potassium. My dad used to drink tonic water for his leg cramps. Ugh, tonic water is so nasty. So I commend him for that. Yeah. Well, he, yeah. I don't know what it tastes like, honestly. It, I thought it was just like soda water, but no, it's not. It's worse. What is it? I have no idea, but it has like a, a bitterness to it. Oh, wow. I should try it, but uh, I will one day. <laughs> I don't care that much, <laughs> to be quite honest. <laughs> uh, but bananas are also good for your plants. Remember you taught me how to make banana water? Yes, I love doing that. Although I don't do it for my inside plants anymore because it doesn't smell great. Tell us what banana water is. So you take banana peels from several bananas and you put them, I put them in a mason jar and I fill it with, uh, I try to use either like tap water that you've let sit out for like 24 hours because all of our water has, you know, chemicals in it that makes it not necessarily chemicals, chemicals and minerals to make it safe to drink like fluoride and things like that, that are good for like us, but not good for plants. So if you're going to use tap water, that's cool. You don't have to go out and get like fancy distilled water. But if you're going to use tap water, try to let it out, let it sit out for like at least overnight because a lot of those things that the plants don't need will evaporate and then you're left with just the water. Okay, I learned something new today. Nice. <laughs> so I either would use like distilled water or just water that I set aside and I put it with the banana pills. And I put the lid on it and I let it just like sit and soak for a while. I want to say like a week is what about how long I try to let it sit. And then you're left with this water that's like got lots of the good nutrients in it. And that's like really good for the plants. And I would use that basically as like an in-between using fertilizer, fertilizer. But yeah, it does smell not great. So I don't know that I recommend that you use it for like your house plants. <laughs> But uh, if you don't mind, like it doesn't last forever. It's just like while well, the soil's wet, obviously. So <laughs> it smells like banana farts. Like it's pretty rough. That's amazing. But it's really good for them. <laughs> I'm going to make some. I made some before, but it's been a long time. <sighs> I really like it. I like to like, find a good use for that stuff. And I like to dote on my plants. That's the kind of plant parent I am. So. Well, nature has so many benefits just in general. So I love that we've been talking about pharmaceuticals and exploring plant medicine and seeing what it can do for not just us, but for our plants, you know? And it's something that also has been coming up a lot for me. Have you ever heard of the earth seed, earth seed chakra? No, earth star chakra? No. Okay. So we talked mostly about like the seven major chakras that go from the root, which is like by the base of your feet, 
up to your crown or whatever, or the base of your spine, whatever. We talk about the seven major chakras. Well, the earth star chakra is actually located about 12 inches below your feet, like into the earth. Hello, are you there? Oh, sorry, you froze. Okay, what did you say? Okay, I said that the earth star chakra is 12 inches below your feet. (laughs) So like into the earth. Yeah, like into the earth. The body actually has like hundreds of different chakras. We just really westernized seven of them. That's very interesting. And it makes sense. Like, obviously you're going to be connected like all the way through. And we, you talk about it all the time, like connecting with the earth, grounding and making that connection. So that makes perfect sense. But I've literally never thought of that before. The earth star chakra, it's like the root chakra, but like on steroids. So it's like the super root chakra. Okay, so what do we need to know about like maintaining that earth star? Wait, okay, what is it? Earth seed? It's earth, earth star? star chakra. Earth star. Okay, so what do we need to know about maintaining our earth star chakra? How can we strengthen it? Well... I just got a download yesterday, so I'm kind of excited. I'm a little excited that the recording messed up because now I have like extra to add, but I want to say the first and easiest way to activate your chakra, because what's coming through to me in my readings is that humanity has really lost touch with our earth star chakra, which is what connects us to nature um Gaia comes up for that mother earth the empress card within our tarot deck um and the the reason that we've lost touch is like we stopped going outside we stopped interacting with nature around us and we're just not really like allowing ourselves to connect into the beauty that the earth has to offer so the first way that you can connect to that is just go outside period oh yeah spend that time in the fresh air feet on the ground that and that's such a good point you make because really collectively we have stopped spending so much time outside so it makes sense yeah well it's this I feel like this message has been coming for a long time and I think that when I think I I honestly feel like when the virus first hit, it was kind of our first invitation into like moving back into nature. And I think now we're like, I don't know, it's like maybe a second invitation for people who didn't listen the first time, or maybe it's like, let's find out why we were connecting to nature. Like, I don't know what it is, but it's like building on top of the first invitation. Yeah, and that's such a good point because I was going to say for me personally like before quarantine started I didn't spend that much time outside and then when I was forced to be in the house like couldn't go anywhere it wasn't safe like going outside was like my sanctuary because it was new and it was fresh air and it was sunlight and it felt better than sitting inside all day every day so it was like a rejuvenating of like back when I was a kid and I wanted to play outside all the time. Yes. And that's when everybody started getting into house plants and other plants. Like that's when that became more popular. Yeah. It's definitely when I started my obsession. Me too. And I, I killed pretty much all of my plants at first and now I've gotten really good at it. So If you have trouble connecting at first, like, don't give up. It's just, we've been out of practice for so long. It's like, what, what are you expecting? (laughs) You know, like. And houseplants are such a great way. It's so funny that we're talking about plants so much today, but houseplants are a great way for you to start feeling connected to the earth again, because you get to put your hands in the soil. You get to like pour some love into this little plant and then it starts to grow and it feels so good to be like oh my gosh you're doing it so that's a great way to connect yes and and 
soil is so purifying it is so cleansing it literally soaks in the tox toxins and filters them and gets rid of them or dispels them and then it releases the nutrients that are needed for plants to grow for humanity to breathe like yes <laughs> I just get so passionate like I don't like when it comes to nature and when it comes to learning from nature there is nothing there is far there's just not a lot that brings me that amount of joy yes and like that's the coolest part because that's very unique to like your journey and some people may not resonate like with nature as strongly maybe you resonate really deeply with like being inside where it's calm and dark and quiet and that's like really important for you but it's so cool because especially for you it's come up in so many past lives it's so deeply embedded in you that you are connected to nature and so many of your guides are connected to you through nature so it's really cool to see you step into that and like I think that's why over the past several years especially you've experienced so much spiritual growth because you've finally accommodated that need to be in nature so that's just like a cool thing for everyone to see like when you start to accommodate yourself and your needs not even just spiritually but always if you start to prioritize yourself and start treating yourself with some love and putting yourself in an environment where you're going to thrive you're gonna thrive like you are a great example of that it's like daddy lions they grow through the semen the cracks so what speaking of dandelions did you know that if they're showing up in your soil and you're like lawn it's because they're trying to help your lawn be better. What? Tell me more. Yeah, like uh, Colby showed me this video. And I don't know all the details, but basically dandelions like pop up to help like loosen the soil so that grass roots can grow better, other plant roots. They like add like nitrogen and like help add different minerals to the soil. And basically, if you have dandelions, if you'll just let them like run their course, then once they've kind of got restored the soil to be what it should be, they like go away. We need so many dandelions in our backyard. We've been getting some. So I love this. Yeah. Yeah. It's been cute. Like our backyard is like our dandelions are on the last of their like life cycle based on that research. So like we should be seeing them go away pretty quickly but our backyard looks so much better than our front yard and I think it's because dandelions we don't have any dandelions in the front wow yeah our yard has that stupid dry dirt that's like all cracked and bald <laughs> I hate it <laughs> it just feels bad and then when it rains it's like the one very one small my minuscule downside of having a dog is when it rains all of the mud is everywhere oh yes i can imagine yeah so dandelions get you some dandelions yes don't use um that's another thing that i think that like humanity we're so used to using chemicals and buying our way out of problems but really we need to sit back into the patience of things and like maybe start doing it the long way so that it can be healthy because it really is the healthy way more so than yeah because if you see like dandelions in your lawn you might think like oh that looks so bad i need to do some like roundup poison on them so they're gone but maybe if you just let them naturally run their cycle, you'll end up with a healthier lawn and without the risk of inhaling a bunch of carcinogens. And it's like what you said about like accommodating yourself. Like if you just allow yourself to like do your net, your natural cycles and go through your cycles naturally, then you can too can weed out your things and move better and be more involved in things. It's honestly so crazy that you bring that up because this week I have been starting my fitness journey again and like going to the gym and trying to get healthy 
And I have found myself kind of falling into these old patterns of like, I get really obsessive whenever I start to focus on my health. So it's like, either I'm just like completely not even thinking about it or ignoring it, or I like go like balls to the wall. Like I weigh myself 5,000 times a day and I like constantly am thinking about how much exercise I'm doing and how should I be eating because it's going to undo all that exercise. And I'm like trying to be reminding myself like, okay, first of all, it's not about a number on the scale. It's about getting healthy and feeling good and moving your body. And I'm also trying to remind myself to be gentle with myself, even in that aspect, because that's years of diet culture, like ingrained into my brain that I just, I can't undo it just because I know better now. It's not going to just magically go away. Yeah. I mean, there's so many layers that are being peeled back. And also that is so freaking relatable. And I think that that's common for, I think that's common for a lot of people. Like we're either going all, all in 1000 million percent or we are so burnt out that it's like you don't even want to move like couch potato status (laughs) that's that's what I struggle with a lot and then weighing yourself girl I hate it every time I pass by the scale I like weigh myself I it's something Uh that like really took it still takes awareness It's easy to fall in that box. And you know what it is, is because like, especially as somebody who is neurodivergent, like that dopamine and those hits of serotonin are like so good. So if I step on the scale and it's gone down even like 0.1 pound, I'm like, yeah, crushing it. Yes. But then you run the risk of like stepping on the scale randomly in the middle of the day, like after you just ate lunch and you're fully dressed and you're like, Mm -hmm. it went up two pounds. I hate myself. Did you know that your weight can fluctuate up to eight pounds throughout the day? I totally believe it. I totally believe it. And it, there's so many factors that go into it, such as water, uh, food retention, or um, I mean, there's just a lot <laughs> that, that can change it. Your blood sugar levels, like your blood levels, a lot. And just like being aware of that is so important because and this is another thing we've talked about a lot. So I journal um, a lot. I try to do it at least five times a week. Um, but basically just whenever I feel like I need to get some stuff off my chest. But part of my journaling for me is going back and looking at my old journal entries because it's important for me to see what I've overcome and see my progress and see like patterns of bad decision making and things like that and when I look at the last time I really started a fitness journey I mean three years ago before the pandemic started I was going to the gym seven days a week I had lost like 50 pounds yes and every entry it's almost all I talked about and I'm like oh that's so unhealthy and even though I was getting praised like left and right. Like, oh my God, you look so good. You're doing great. Like it was an almost unhealthy obsession. So I'm trying to reframe my mind thought this time around. That's same. I was going to CrossFit twice a day, five days a week. I was doing 75 hard pretty successfully actually, but I don't know. I was just, I don't know. And then like I would try to track my like how do I say this like I would try to track and I would try to journal but it was never in the ways I was like interested in doing it it was like what I thought was the right way to do it or that's how I saw other people who were successful in my eyes doing it so I was like I have to do it this way but because I never really resonated with it I never I never kept up with it I didn't, you know, like I didn't have the yeah. motivation. And so what it was for me is I found this app that tracks your period. And then like, based on when your cycle it is, it tells you like what kind of witch you are. And then you can like put your different symptoms in there. Like if you're hungry, if you're sleepy, if you are smoking pot all day, like it has so many options, cramps, irritability, 
And so I really liked it because it's fun and I like the pictures and I like I like to hear about myself, like, <laughs> you know, it's, like, tell me more about how magical I am. And yeah. because I started doing that, I was able to start to see like my behavioral patterns even like, and, and I'm even like, so it just started like with my administration and like finding out how my body moves through that and when I'm tired. And, and now I can tell you, I'm like, I'm about to start. I can tell I'm fatigued. These are the ways that I'm behaving. And now, because I've like been practicing that for like over a year, it's taken. Now I'm like fine tuning that even more because I can recognize like how I'm feeling in relation to things. So for me, instead of like going to the gym, it's been more about like what I'm eating. And I've been like keeping track with like, oh, I ate this. And then the next day I felt so tired all day. Like now I can just take it one step further. And I have been. And even though it's like going slow and I'm not, I'm not where I think I need to be. That's like so fake because I know that I'm exactly where I need to be. And because I've already seen improvements with like the small steps I'm taking, I know that later on I'm going to be like even further and build on it even more. And like, I'm excited to see what that brings. Yeah, I love that. And it's like important, like to keep reminding yourself, like nothing happened to you overnight. Like you didn't develop your struggles in one night. So it's not going to be fixed in one day. So to give yourself the time to do it and that there's no timeline and that every timeline that we know is made up by us. Like if you think, oh, I have to be married with a great job and four kids by 30 because that's what I have to have. I need to own my own home and be debt free. Like all of that is things that you have made up. No one has said that that is a rule. There's no book that says you have to do that. So it's better to have the goals and be flexible with the timeline than to be rigid with the timeline and give up on the goals I love that I love how like I like and love how you always remind us to be so gentle with ourselves because you do in such a way that it's like yes be gentle but also like keep going being gentle doesn't mean allowing yourself to give up it's allowing yourself to make those mistakes and moving forward through them I think because it's so easy to look at a message like self-care and self-love and it's really easy to pick the easy parts of that like self-care is taking a nap when you know you have stuff to do it means I'm taking a nap I'm taking care of myself and self-love is like you know you put on your best outfit and you're like oh yeah hell yeah I look good but that's not always what it is and I mean that makes sense right like you can't eat cookies every day and not expect to have a stomach ache, even if you like cookies. Yeah. So if you are self-caring, like sometimes self-care is accepting that it didn't work out the way you wanted to, but knowing that the end goal is so important enough to you that you're going to keep trying. And sometimes self-love is loving it when you're like, when you've failed an expectation that you set for yourself. I think you said one on another episode, I think you said sometimes self-care is like doing the stuff that you don't want to (laughs) do. And it's so true. Like, I think about that so often, like what wise advice, honestly. I, on Friday, so I had to go to the emergency room a few weeks ago because my back was so messed up and I thought something was surely wrong with me, which by the way, horrible experience. I didn't get any help, was not listened to, and was sent away with nothing. But I did have a $500 bill that I was like, oh, yeah, it's horrible. Mm -hmm. So I've been putting off for like two weeks, calling the hospital and letting them like, like basically like negotiating the bill and setting up a payment plan. And I didn't want to do it. I was like, this is horrible. I don't want to do it. Which by the way, you should always negotiate your medical bills if you don't know that somewhere can you expand on do you remember why yeah so first of all you should call your hospital when you get a bill never just pay the bill outright um because there's lots of options so call your hospital 
first ask for an itemized receipt, especially if you don't have insurance, because you'll never believe this, okay? I mean, you will, because the American healthcare system is such a joke. Um, <laughs> it's, it's garbage. So hospitals, basically every number on your hospital bill is made up. What? So hospitals will take a price, say like for a Tylenol, and if you have insurance, their goal is to negotiate with your insurance. So they'll take that Tylenol pill and they'll say, you have to pay us $500 for this Tylenol. And the insurance company is like, um, bullshit. We're not paying that much. We'll give you $150 for it. Well, if you don't have insurance, they're still putting that extremely high made up number on your bill, but there's nobody to negotiate for you. So that's the first thing. The second thing is you ask for an itemized receipt because a lot of times, because those numbers are totally made up, when they send you that itemized receipt, your total will drop because they're like, oh, you want to see why we're charging you $1,500 to use this room? Well, it's because we were charging you $4,800 or sorry, $480 for a Q-tip. And like, that's no joke. They will charge you those kind of insane prices for little things like that. So typically your price goes down when you ask for an itemized receipt. So always do that first. Wow. Second, you should see if you can apply for, oh gosh, what charity care. Even if you think you make too much money, there's money set aside to help pay medical fee, like fees. So always ask about that first. Okay. Charity care. And then lastly, there's usually several options. So first of all, um, you can ask them like, how much of a discount will you give me today if I pay the balance in full? Like when I was talking to the lady uh, on Friday, I asked her that question and she was going to take 20% off just for paying the total in full, which goes to show you that that number is totally made up. So, so, and I was like, "Uh, no, I can't do that today because it was still too much. And so at that point you get to design a payment plan and they cannot tell you no. So if you're like, Hey, I want to pay $25 a month until this is paid off. They have to let you do that. Oh my God. So don't let medical debt like take advantage your of life. you. Yeah, they're trying to. Like it's so sad in the American healthcare system, they're trying to take advantage of you. There's so much reform that needs to happen. It's not even funny. It, yeah, it's ridiculous. But basically, I've been putting off doing that for weeks because I was like oh it's gonna be terrible and it took me all of 10 minutes to get it done and I saved myself some money and I definitely saved myself some anxiety so that was self-care for me was like kicking my butt and saying hurry up and get this done so you don't have to be anxious about it anymore I love that yeah it's I mean it's hard but it's doable and we have a good system here to like help you out with that One of the best ways to, I find, connect with yourself in that way and to like get to know yourself more and, and, and learn how you respond best is to do more with your sacral chakra, which is like the chakra for creativity or painting. I love that you're wearing orange today because that's the color of it. Anything that you do, what you said? I said my neon orange. Oh my God. I love orange. It's, my, it's one of my favorite colors, <laughs> especially neon orange. Remember when neon was like so popular? Uh, yeah. Cause it makes everyone look like they have a nice tan. <sighs> like black lights. Anywho, investing in creative stuff <laughs> helps you to connect <laughs> to your inner self. And also that opens up your, um, I mean, it just everything else. It allows you to get intuitive thoughts more or things like that. But another thing that we need to talk about is this week, Mercury retrograde. We already talked about it. It fucked up our recordings. Um, And then we have the full moon. It's a super moon, the flower moon, the pink moon. No, the pink moon was the last full moon, but it is a flower moon. And then it's also a total lunar eclipse. Oh, that's going to be a lot. Yes, and my guides are coming through to tell you to remain calm. <laughs> yeah, this week is going to be a lot. Yeah, we talked about it on over on my um, Patreon, and I received a sea turtle 
I channeled a sea turtle through a painting recently and it definitely has come up for advice now and it's just that sea turtles really navigate the rough waters of the ocean so elegantly they can't control the way the waves are or the currents or what's floating their way or even what's swimming around them but they do control their swim and themselves and they navigate it so easily and this is our time to like really channel that and recognize that the chaos that is happening around us is only that it is just happening around us we can control ourselves we know which directions we need to take what steps we need to make what choices whatever and something else i was gonna say about it and i just lost it what was it i don't know just move through with ease oh I'm yeah that's what i was girl. gonna say I was going to say, be careful with the thoughts that you're having and like the energy that you're putting out, because like we talked about, when you're putting out that negativity, you're attracting negativity. And May as a whole is really about like building onto the dreams and like paving the way for where we're trying to go. I think we talked about it yesterday or last week with the three of wands, like we're kind of in between two realities right now and the choices that we're making it's affecting how long it's taking us to get to our reality and because energy is so amplified right now and we're we're making our way to the end of a portal like anything that you say and do during these times is going to impact how quickly and how easily you make it to the reality that you've been manifesting I really love that. And just to like bring it back to nature even more, like what we've been talking about, like we are in spring, which is like the rebirth. It's we've already gone through the winter and losing all of the leaves and the freeze and the hard ground. And now everything is opening up again. And it's the same thing. Like you are refreshing, you're renewing, you're stepping into that new growth. Yeah. And humanity really, I mean, we are nature. So we mirror nature, you know what I mean? And like you're saying, like we're in spring, but we're moving out of a time in spring where there's still mud and there's still rain or natural disasters. Like there's still things going on that are not pretty, but we are making our way to like a prettier part with like less mud more blooming flowers now we're seeing we're starting to see like the second round of blooms I feel like more things are blooming uh, our magnolia tree is about to bloom oh, I love magnolia tree so much I'm so excited because last year so I also have a mimosa tree in our front yard and last year I took the flowers from that and made mimosa syrup freaking delicious this year, I'm going to take the magnolia leaves, and I really want to make magnolia bread, which should taste similar to gingerbread. It's going to be delicious. Oh, I love the foraging vibe. Yeah, well, I have been learning from that girl on TikTok. I love her. Oh, what is her name? Though. Hold on, I'm going to look it up while you're talking. Okay, while you do that, I'm going to keep talking about the magnolia leaves. So you can cook them and eat them, and they taste similar to ginger. And then also, I'm going to try to propagate one of the branches for you. Oh, my gosh. I'm so pumped. I wanted the magnolia tree so bad. I tried to propagate it myself and failed. So I'm excited. Okay. I hope it works. <laughs> I hope it works. <laughs> Her name is Alexis Nicole. It is A-L-E-X-I-S-N-I-K-O-L-E. And she is an amazing forager. She's really knowledgeable, like insanely knowledgeable. So if you're interested in foraging and learning more about resources that could be in your own backyard, you should definitely check her out. Literally, there are so many plants in your own yard or your neighbor's yard that like can and should be used. It's so good for your body. That's why, that's why I even started making the teas because these herbs are like, 
they're so healing recently I've been called to calendula a lot and I've been making like hella calendula teas and what I have found is that calendula is really good for your menstrual cycle which mine's about to start it's good for relaxing to add brightness to your day to add more energy it's really good for like stomach things it helps your digestion like there's so much that you can do with flowers and herbs I love it okay do you want me to end with telling you the download that came through for this month's high tea yes I do oh bitch I'm so excited so nature we are talking about connecting to it why it's important you are going to be getting a crystal that is connects to you specifically we're going to talk about why it connects to you and before we get started on building our terrariums i think i'm gonna get this sound bowl i finally saw like what sound bowl it is and where it comes from but i need to go to that where i saw it at in my mind's eye and like double check that it's there before I put it in stone (laughs) but I see myself getting this beautiful sound bowl and then we're gonna start with a sound bowl meditation that opens that that earth star chakra so that we can connect to that while we're building the terrarium oh that's I, just based off the experience from the last high tea, like hearing all about it, this one's going to be so fantastic. And that's going to be, oh, I can just feel it now. It feels so good. Yeah, I feel like this one's going to be even better. I have more ideas. I've learned from the first one. Like, of course, I'm always growing. But there was something I was going to say. Oh, what's going to be really great is like, connecting through nature through the frequency of the sound bowl and then also we're going to have the delta eight pre-rolls which are going to help you to connect and relax um i'm not gonna say that but i have another idea i think to like enhance that even more oh it's just gonna feel so good and it really is so important for us to connect to nature right now i don't know what is is coming but there are major changes on the horizon and it's important that we start preparing ourselves for that now even though we don't know what it is this is your time to really um dive into yourself allow yourself to connect through connecting through your earth star chakra that chakra helps to completely get rid of the negativity it's like we talk about it's all those healing aspects of soil like it absorbs and dispels that negativity and it releases the exchange of positivity there's a crystal that would be really good for that too it's um tourmaline in either white quartz or um clear quartz mine is in white quartz and it's a white stone it has black spots of tourmaline it's really cool because the term, the tourmaline, it's like healing, it's getting rid of the negativity. And then because it's encased in either the clear or white quartz, it amplifies that times like infinity. Like now it's super healing. It's super releasing of the negativity and it's charging your energy to like do more positive work. Like it really is that yin yang best of both worlds crystal it's so pretty too yeah I highly encourage I don't even know where this came from I don't even know where this came from honestly I found it the other day in the house (laughs) you needed it that's why you found it yeah uh, yeah I'm I don't know I'm loving it is there anything else can you tell everybody where how they can get tickets to your next high tea yes go to katethebrave.com slash readings or just go to my page in general. There's a big old flyer. You can click that. Um, I Trusta told me that eventually you can buy tickets through their website, which I'm really excited about. That's so cool. Yes. But in the meantime, please go to katethebrave.com. Tickets are $50. It really, it's, 
invaluable the um, what comes with that and then leaving and feeling so connected to your your chakra it's really going to allow you to push your negativity aside and really embrace the positives that are coming with all of these changes because changes are not easy a lot of the times and so it's important to push through the hard and recognize some of the like positives that are coming with that instead of just like dwelling on how terrible it is. <laughs> Yay, I love that. It's going to be amazing. You should <sighs> definitely get a ticket and check it out. Yeah, I'm so excited. And if you're wanting more content like this and more frequent content like this, join me over on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Kate underscore the brave. I just figured out had to post some more consistently. So I'm so freaking excited about that. You're getting exclusive content when it comes in from my guides instead of waiting for the podcast to come out. And you can join for as little as $5 a month. So it really is worth it, in my opinion. So do it, do it, do it. it. Yeah, do it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I think that wraps us up for the day. Everyone has a great week. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe, review, share our podcast with all your friends. And drink your water. Oh, yes. That's what I'm about to do right now. Yeah, me too. Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye.